Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living For Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living For Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living For Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in my homeschool, or you'll just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we will naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it will be to simplify our lives. So today we're going to actually talk about having more Jesus at Christmas time, which sounds kind of silly because isn't that what Christmas is all about? Jesus! But today I want to talk about a clutter-free Christmas and really clutter-free with uh, physical stuff, mental stuff, you know, our busy schedule. We're going to talk all about making Christmas more meaningful by getting rid of all that clutter that can distract us from the true meaning of Christmas. Before I get started, I want to thank my podcast sponsor is Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publisher. They have awesome homeschooling curriculum and lots of resources for the Christian family. Right now, you can also check out their less than $10 gift guide they have for the Christmas season. So go check that out and you can find all their amazing resources at Apologia.com. So I'm airing this episode on Black Friday and I knew that kind of going into it, I wanted to make sure I got this episode on today Um, because maybe while you're out there in the middle of the hustle and bustle, you'll be listening to this and it might just put your perspective into a different place and you might just take it a little slower and not get caught up in all the hubbub of the day. Um, Because, you know, I've said this many times in the past and I'm going to say it today. Just remember when you're out there in the middle of that crazy and chaotic, you know, shopping, even if you're not out there and you're home online shopping or whatever it is, this year's must-have presents are next year's garage sale items. And I say that because I thought about this one year. I really was like, you know, especially when my kids were little, you know, you'll hear about this a little bit more uh, as we go on in this episode, but we're not, I mean, my kids don't really have any toys these days. Um, But when we were in the younger ages, I remember one year we actually were holding a garage sale at our home. And it was actually a multi-family garage sale. So there was, you know, all these different items from all different families. And I remember looking around and I had this thought while I was looking at everything, like at one time, this was the thing that a child wanted so badly and was all they could think about and, you know, perhaps was on their Christmas list and... This was the thing that we as parents were searching for and saving for and thinking we had to have it because it's what all the other kids were getting that year. It was the popular toy or whatever it was. And here those things are sitting at a garage sale, five bucks, you know, a little sticker on it, dollar. And it really made me think about stuff. And this was actually early on in the very beginning of Simply Living for Him. And it really, really to this day has stuck with me how so much of what we think we want right now, whether it's material things or otherwise, in the not so distant future, it's just a memory. 
And so if you're, you know, getting ready to gear up and you're sitting there listening to this with your child's Christmas list in hand, it's just good to think of that perspective. And it doesn't have to be that way. We can teach our children early on that things are just things. And I'm not a minimalist. You know, I've said this before, just because I try to live simply and clutter-free, it doesn't mean we walk around with nothing and we have nothing in our home. Of course we enjoy extra things. Of course we enjoy pleasures. But it's the perspective of this is the thing we must have. And then realizing that in a year or two, that thing is not going to be so exciting anymore. And I remember going through this with my children, especially the boys. I remember they, when they were into their Lego sets, and they would have me search on Amazon for this perfect Lego set, and we'd scroll through and spend all this time, and they'd want to spend their money that maybe they had you know, received as a gift or sometimes they had that wonderful Amazon gift card in hand that they had received as a gift. And we would scroll through, and it had to be the perfect one, and let's find the right price and compare. Let's go to a different store maybe, or let's you know, um, figure out the best one. And, and then once you placed that order, even with Amazon Prime, my life was torture for the next two days. When's it coming? When's it coming? You know, two days. When's it coming? When's it coming? And it was like all they could think about. Oh, tomorrow my set is coming. Tomorrow my Lego set is coming. And so we all know the end of this story. If you have boys, the set comes. Cannot wait to put it together. It's like everything goes on hold while they open up that set. And my kids, at least, they would get all the parts, you know, separated and everything organized. And they'd spend the next two hours or whatever it was fully engaged in that Lego set. And that's wonderful. I always loved the Lego sets. And, you know, here it was, the thing they were waiting for. And they would put it together and it would be so cool. Next day it was on a shelf. A week later, it was on a shelf. A month later, broken on the floor somewhere, pieces under the bed. Probably some of them got vacuumed up, at least in our house. I know there's many of you out there who are like, once the Lego set is together, it's like, you know, you don't touch it and whatever. But yeah, my kids ended up playing with them and oftentimes making new things out of them. And um, most of the time, I would say within a few months, the pieces were missing. <laughs> but even if they kept it perfectly neat on the shelf and never took it apart again, what on earth is the point? I'm, I'm not trying to be like, you know, so uh, against Lego sets. But here we spent all this money, time, um, energy, and now it's sitting on the shelf years later. And we can't touch it. I mean, so either way... The point is, it's great that we can do these, you know, Lego sets, and it's great that we have something that gives us joy for that moment if we're realizing that it's just that joy in the moment. It doesn't last forever. And now my boys are older and they're not into Lego sets anymore. And so, again, this year's must have items are next year's garage sale items. So, it's just something to keep in mind. I'm not saying don't go out there and buy your children gifts for Christmas. I'm just saying to keep your perspective. What do we want to teach our children? Are we teaching our children that we put our joy in things or we put our joy in the Lord? It's fine to enjoy things, 
But let's not get wrapped up in thinking those things bring us any kind of everlasting joy. So, um, you know, there's different ways we have we have tried to keep our Christmas more clutter-free over the years. This year, I am so excited about our Christmas because we're not doing gifts. We're not doing gifts. And I'll tell you why. We went on a very big family vacation back in September, and that was an enormous treat. Now, part of that vacation was a gift. So, um, you know, from, from a family member that was, um, that was with us, but you know, we still had to pay for a lot of things. And so we told the kids, if we're taking this big family trip, that's it. Like that's your Christmas present. And quite frankly, I'm so glad because there's nothing else at all that they need right now. Or even that, you know, is one of those things that they're just dying to get. And so we have this year, I feel like especially, we've had a lot of blessings that aren't really in things. Um, We've had the big, big trip. And then um, I'll talk about this more next week when it's all finalized. But we'll be getting something... I don't want to, I don't want to give it away. We're getting something new next week. It's not a, it's, it's another animal. I'll say that. I'll say it's another animal, but I will not talk about it until it's actually happened and and here. Um, so stay tuned for next week. But yeah, Ethan got the goats this year. If you guys remember a couple months ago, we got goats and we, I said to my kids, totally joking, but totally serious. I'm like, you know what? For the next little while, you guys get food, shelter, and water. That's it. (laughs) I was like, we have had so much this year, I feel like, that that's it. That's all we need. We've done a lot of wonderful things. We've gone on tons of trips this year, and those were all for the ministry. But still, we've had the opportunity to go on so many trips. We've done so many things. So... What we said was when we were on our vacation back in September, we instructed the kids, if you'd like to buy something, they always pick one person out of their siblings, like a grab bag to buy for for Christmas. So they each picked before the trip and we said, wouldn't it be fun? Bring home one souvenir for your person and we'll open those on Christmas morning and we'll be able to kind of reminisce about our wonderful trip and stuff like that. And then what we're going to do is we are planning a nice, yummy Christmas breakfast, real slow morning. You know, we're going to wake up, stay in our jammies for the morning, enjoy a nice big breakfast. You know, we're talking about we'll have Christmas carols playing on the record player. We have one of those old record players. It's fun. And, um, you know, we're just going to enjoy it. We're going to, we're going to enjoy the morning without all the rush and the hubbub and the wrapping paper mess and stuff. Now I'll probably get the kids like a few little treats, you know, little things just for fun, but no, we're not doing any Christmas gifts. And actually the kids are excited about that. They keep saying, we're excited about the breakfast. We're excited just to do something different and just to be together. I mean, hallelujah that my kids feel that way. I'm so excited. So, and you know what? They're going to get plenty spoiled when we go to grandma's house and their Grammy will spoil them as well. And, you know, they will not be without, trust me. But we are just so grateful that we have fostered in our kids that it's not all about the gifts. 
the thing that cracks me up about, and shouldn't, I shouldn't even say cracks me up because it's not funny, but the thing that's ironic to me about Christmas is this is the day that we celebrate Jesus, that we celebrate our Savior being born. If he wasn't born, we wouldn't live. And so it is an amazing day. And what has it become in our culture? Shopping, presents, busyness, hubbub, stress. This is the season where we are celebrating light. And Satan would like no more than to bring his darkness into it by causing us to take our eyes off the true meaning of the season. He wants us to, Satan wants us to feel busy. He wants us to feel stressed. He wants us to feel like we're so tired because it's Christmas. You know, we all start out now in, in the after Thanksgiving glow and say, oh, the Christmas season is here. We're so excited. But you know, as well as I do, when it comes to the end of the season, everyone's tired and complaining and they're all partied out and gifted out and all that, you know, overdoneness. And guess what? That's where Satan wants us. He wants us to be complaining about Christmas when we should be praising God. What kind of an example does it set when we meet somebody who's maybe an unbeliever or we're interacting with non-Christians in our daily life and we're talking about how busy and how stressed we are because it's Christmas season? What does that say to them? This is our holiday where we celebrate our Savior being born. Because like I said, without Him being born... We wouldn't live. So we should be filled with joy. And we don't have to buy into the world's way of doing things. The world's way is being busy, focusing on material things to fill us up and make us happy for the moment. But then there's always something new that we'll search for to make us happy. Because we all know that things provide temporary happiness, but Jesus provides eternal joy. So we don't want to look like the world at Christmas. We have the good news to share, the good news of Jesus. And sharing that good news will get lost in the busyness of the season and the clutter of the season. Christmas is not about clutter. Christmas is about Jesus. And we need to remember that. So if you're listening to this and you're starting to get caught up in the season and the way the world is going, being busy and, and filling up the calendar with activities and filling up the stockings and filling up under the tree, ask yourself, what do I want to celebrate this Christmas? Do I want to celebrate stuff or do I want to celebrate Jesus? Now, I'm not against giving gifts at all. It's a joyous time and giving to others is a joyous thing. But what I'm saying is, let's not get caught up in it. Let's keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. He is the reason for the season. I know that's so cliche, but it's the truth. He is the reason we celebrate. The stuff is just an overflow, the gifts, right? It's, Christmas is not supposed to be about the gifts. And I know it's so hard because we're living in this world where every year it becomes more and more about that. So when my kids were little, we also did the three gift um, tradition. So I told you this year we're not doing any gifts, but 
up until the past few years, we did three gifts. We said, Jesus got three gifts, you'll get three gifts. And we did three gifts, and then we also did stockings with little things. But three main gifts for each child. And let me tell you what, it seemed still like a lot of gifts. You know, four children times three is 12, right? And we always... The reason we stopped doing that was a few years ago, I felt like I was like stuck in this three gift thing. Like, what if I could only find two things? Like, I felt like I had to get three or, you know, it just felt almost like a legalistic thing at at a point, you know, just for us. Like I was getting tied into, it has to be three. So it really then just came down to usually like maybe one bigger gift and then a few small gifts. Um... Because three almost seemed too much because they always always felt like they had to be like three like main things. So then it usually was like one. The past few years was like, like my daughter loves theater. So she'd get tickets to see a show. That would be like her big gift. Uh, One year when we moved in here, my husband found um, somebody in the area on Craigslist selling a go-kart. But it wasn't put together. It was brand new. So he bought that for the boys. That was their gift. And they then they got to put it together that year. And now they ride it. But that was like their gift. And then a couple little things on the side. So then I, that was like I'm saying, with the three gifts, it sort of felt like I was getting tied down to that. Um, and then, of course, this year, we're not doing really any gifts. Like I said, I'll probably get the kids little treats to open up or little things, you know, maybe at their table setting at the breakfast. But we're not doing the traditional gifting, and I'm excited about it. So, yeah, we did that when they were little. That's always something that can help you keep things clutter-free is if you set a limit. I think the idea of, like, one big gift or one family gift and then some little things. And with the little things, too, or the stocking stuffers, ask yourself. Like, I like to give treats like food, candy, you know, like little treats like that because it's consumable and it goes away. I mean, getting like the little Christmas notebooks and the little Christmas tchotchkes and all the little things just to sort of fill the stocking just adds clutter. And while it may feel kind of fun in the moment to open all that stuff up, it's like the next day, not even important, I want to say. Like, you know what I mean? So while yes, it's fun to give things, give things that are meaningful and purposeful and maybe that go away. (laughs) Like I said, treats and things like that. I always try to get maybe like each child's like favorite little treat snack, um, candies, gum, things like that. Uh, But yeah, just filling up to fill up and not even to mention the whole financial side of it. If you're like going into debt over Christmas, then you have got this whole thing upside down because the Bible says we shouldn't go into debt. And if we're going into debt, because it's the day we're celebrating our Savior's birth? Do you see the wrong in that? Like we're going against what the Bible says because we feel like we need to do all this? That is Satan getting into our holiday. He would love nothing more than for you to go into debt and take your eyes off of the truth of God's word. Um, Another thing we did when the kids were little is... We would um, do like a Christmas, because we homeschool a Christmas unit study pretty much all of December. So our schooling would completely change to Christmas schooling. And that was a lot of fun, where we would just sort of do our studies, but revolve it around Christmas. So the year we were learning about colonial America, we studied colonial America Christmas. Um, The year we were using the Bible as our main textbook, we just studied the birth of Jesus stories and and really got in depth with that. Um, So there's so much you can do. We also always um, make 
like I love to make fudge. Um, so we make fudge or we make cookies or whatever, little treats. And we would bring them to, you know how people go to like the firehouse and the police department? Well, you know what we did? We actually went to the library and we've been doing this um, a couple years and brought them to the librarians because, you know, homeschoolers, we use the library a lot. And it was amazing that the librarians looked at me like, oh, these are for us? I'll never forget the first time we did it. The librarian was so taken <laughs> off guard. She was like, for us? I was like, yes, Merry Christmas. So sometimes it's good to bring things to those that we don't usually think of as well. So we went to the librarian. We went to our town hall the year we moved into our new town, which we love, our little tiny town. Um... Again, she looked at me like, oh, for us. <laughs> so, you know, think of those people in your town who maybe aren't expecting. You know, we always say like the postman and the UPS guy and those we like to give little things to. But then also think of some of the others. Um, are there workers in your life that you see often that you just want to say an extra thank you to? And have your kids be a part of it. Have your kids do the presenting. Have your kids say the thank you. You know, this is for you. Merry Christmas. Thank you for what you do. Have them be a part of it. Um, but it's really about having less clutter because we're doing more real things. You know, instead of going out and shopping for all these gifts, let's go out and connect with people. You know, we don't have to make Christmas into this, such this, um, complicated thing. You know, I remember when my kids were little and be like, we want to get together with the various play groups or whatever it was and have a Christmas party and it has to have all these themes and decorations and things. And it was so stressful and tiring. I think it's so much better if you just like pick up the phone, call a couple friends and say, Hey, you want to come over this afternoon for some hot cocoa? Have some cookies on hand. You know, this is a good time of year to have some stuff in your freezer that you can just pull out at any time. Like a pound cake, I think, is a great idea to have in the freezer. I always say that to my kids. Always have a pound cake in the freezer because you never know who's going to come over. <laughs> but, you you know, have some things on hand that you can just pull out. It doesn't have to be about this big elaborate celebration because I think that celebrating Jesus by connecting with people and just being together means so much more than decorating with dollar store decorations and making the cutest Pinterest perfect party you can make. And it brings a lot less clutter and it helps us focus on the real things. This is a great time of year to invite some of those women over for a prayer group. I've talked about this a lot in the past, having prayer groups. Say to your lady friends, don't make it about a big elaborate Christmas tea that has to have all the themes and decorations. Just say to your lady friends, come over next Wednesday at two o'clock. Let's have some coffee and tea and let's have some Christmas praise. Let's pray together. Let's praise God together and let's, you know, ask him for prayer and, and just get together that way. And people will see that as so much more joyous than going to the most elaborately planned Christmas party with all these, you know, perfectly done decorations and, and recipes and things like that. Make it truly authentic. Let's celebrate people, not stuff. You'll have a lot less clutter if you do that. As far as decorations in the home, I am very simple when it comes to Christmas decorations. I mean, there were years in the beginning of our marriage where I felt like we needed to spend all this money that we didn't have on, you know, Christmas decorations and I want to have all these things. And when you look back at it, it's for what? Again, what is the purpose of Christmas? To celebrate Jesus. 
Jesus doesn't want us to get all wrapped up in those things when we're celebrating him. That is not what he was about. So we don't have to have like the most elaborately decorated houses. And I know it brings people joy to do that. But the second you start complaining and saying, oh, I got to put out the Christmas decorations or, oh, I don't have money, but I want to have all these Christmas decorations, then that is not glorifying to God. And Christmas is all about glorifying God. So really simple. It doesn't have to be elaborate. You know, we have our tree and our tree is very meaningful to us because my father-in-law bought it for us the year we moved into our home, which is also a couple of months later when he passed away. So every time we put that tree up, we remember pop-up. We have simple decorations for our tree. They're hand-me-down ornaments from when I was little. My mom and dad used to have us pick out an ornament every year. And so I have all of mine from my childhood. And we've done the same thing with our kids. So the ornaments are so special because a lot of them are my childhood ornaments. And now we have our own children's childhood ornaments. So it's always fun to pull them out and remember the year we bought them. So while it may not be the prettiest looking tree, because you know, that one year when I was little, I was into like a disco ball. I'm not joking. It's like a pear disco ball, pear shaped disco ball. I don't get it. That was what I guess I thought was cool that year. (laughs) So while some of these things may not be the perfectly Pinterest uh, tree, they are so meaningful that I don't care because I am the one that is enjoying the tree. I'm not putting it on for a show for everyone who comes to my home. Um, So it takes me all of, I don't know, a little bit to put put out the Christmas decorations for the house because um, I'm just, I just don't have a lot. But the thing that's funny is we started this tradition two years ago. I am so looking forward to it this year. Thanksgiving evening, two years ago, my kids said, can we decorate for Christmas? And I was like, you know, in my Thanksgiving coma on the couch, because we host Thanksgiving here. I was like, I have no energy. I'm not putting up any decorations right now. And they're like, no, we want to do it. And that night they put up the tree, they decorated it, and they decorated the whole house. And I was like, okay, a new tradition has begun. I love it. So we did it last year. We're going to do it this year. I said, Steve and I will be vegged out on the couch. I usually eat the Thanksgiving leftovers at that point because I don't end up eating that much on Thanksgiving because I'm doing the hosting. But I like when everybody goes home and I like pull out all the appetizers and the dips and I start to sit on the couch (laughs) and then the desserts. So I'm going to be sitting on the couch in my robe, my feet up, We're going to watch a Christmas movie, and I'm going to um, eat all my Thanksgiving leftovers while my kids put up the decorations. And here's the thing. I don't care where they put them because they have so much fun doing it. I'm not like, oh, no, that bow needs to go here, or oh, no, that wreath needs to go here. I'm just like, do it and have fun doing it and enjoy it. And let's praise God while we're doing it and glorify him in our behavior. Because if we are stressing out about decorations, that's not glorifying to God. So reducing Christmas clutter and having a clutter-free Christmas is all about your mindset. Once again, this is what I talk about all the time. It's not about the stuff. It's about your mindset. And truly, when your mind is set on Jesus you have naturally less clutter. 
because you don't desire the things of this world. You don't desire the Pinterest perfect house at Christmas time. You don't desire, you know, getting all these gifts and, and you just desire a simple Christmas that's all about Jesus. So I would love to hear, how do you guys have a clutter-free Christmas? How do you celebrate Christmas to keep it more meaningful? I'm going to have some more episodes um, coming up in the next couple of weeks as we approach the Christmas season to keep, you know, this topic going about a um, keeping Christmas more meaningful. I will have some ideas in the future episodes about that as well. But right now I wanted to get this episode going. I know it's airing on Black Friday and I'm hoping that you will remember while you're out there, if you're out there um, amidst the crowds and you will think to yourself, this is the year that I really want to change and really want to focus on the most important thing at Christmas. Don't let Satan steal your holiday by having you focus on stuff and having you focus on gifts. Remember, this is the season of light and light has overcome darkness and let's celebrate that. And it's the most beautiful way to celebrate when it's all about Jesus. So I thank you for listening to this episode. Um, I did want to remind you that there is still a registration open for the event coming in January in North Carolina. Simply Living for Him will be hosting a women's gathering January 11th and 12th in Wilson, North Carolina. Tickets are on sale. You can go purchase yours now. Early bird registration is ending soon. So go to the link um, on my website or on the webpage for this episode. Also, I have a new project in the works called Simply Living for Him, No Filter. And if you could pray with me for this, I have a burning desire in my heart to get this going. Um, I'm picturing women's events where we can talk about being real um, and getting rid of, you know, the stuff that we sort of hide behind and say everything's fine when it's not. And there's tons more information coming about that soon. But keep your eye out for the Simply Living for Him No Filter um, events. And hopefully we're going to do videos and just make this accessible to women everywhere. So thank you again for listening. Have a great week. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.